What's uh, what's happening, AJ? Have happy Wednesday. Not much, man. Happy Wednesday, brother. You get your coffee. You got uh, you got some Monster Energy. You got some stuff to make the show super exciting. Oh, other other I mean, than I your think... charming personality. <laughs> Stop it. <I'm laughs> I think, uh, well, that first of all, that thumbnail's got me fired up. You are on your thumbnail game, sir. So, uh, yeah, keep the um, discombobulated <laughs> and hard-to-understand thumbnails coming because they look cool. And, uh, yeah, man, got some, like I'm excited about today. we got a lot of shit to talk about. Dude, any thumbnail with a little cartoon cat right smack in the middle of it. It's fucking... That's true. Me. All right. Yeah, we'll see, if, we'll see if the game actually is any good, though. <laughs> I already don't like you for this conversation. <laughs> I take back all everything I said about your charming personality. <laughs> all right, man, let's start the show. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Pretty sure it's Wednesday, because, well, we'll just leave that one alone. Uh, my name's Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And the guys from the right, the boys, the colorful, uh, photogenic Dave, Dave Station VR. Just, I mean, right, I mean, look, personality just oozing through the screen. Look, right, the whitest teeth on the panel today, man. Look at those white, white teeth. And that guy on the right-hand side of the screen is AJ from The Underground, PSVR, Underground. What is up, Brian? What is up, Cartoon Dave? What is up, Game Katos? Happy Wednesday, guys. A lot has happened since to, uh, from Monday to today. Uh, there was, you know, Monday was a slow news day, but not the same to be spoken about today. I'm excited, man. I'm fired up. Ready to do this thing. And uh, yeah, man, hump day, of course. Hopefully you've been doing lots of humping out there. And hopefully your humping continues. It's encouraged. You know, I just never know where this is going to go. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, dude, we have so much stuff to talk about. Uh, it, so much, like, it was such a slow news day on Monday, and then everything has happened since then. Uh, so we definitely have a, a whole lot to talk about. It is an excellent question, Chaos. Why doesn't Dave have any arms? I, I, you know, I'm not sure if I ever noticed that before. We need to zoom him in a little bit so you can't see. They them. come, they come in the form of a DLC. They were extra add-on items. Horse armor. Yes. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, first and foremost, guys, make sure I click the link in the description below to join the Discord if you don't already. Uh, if you're not already a member over there, uh, that's where. We hang out 24-7. That's, uh, that's where I vent while making sale videos. I'm like, oh, we have 17 more hours to go. Uh, so make sure you come join us on over there. Uh, <clears throat> uh, also, if you want your name on that Patreon scroll down below, patreon.com slash without parole games, uh, I do apologize for the few new uh, Patreon members. I did not update it today. It always gets updated on the first of the month. I totally blanked until literally 20 minutes ago that it was September 1st. Uh, so that will be updated for Friday. Um, so... You still have a chance if you want your name on that list Friday. I can get to it, man. Uh, all right. I think we should probably get the show rolling because we have so, so, so much stuff to talk about. Uh, and I think that we're going to kick it off with some really good news, right? Oh, yeah. 
Uh, well, for some of you. <laughs> and that is the... <laughs> That's a good the point. Play, yeah. The PlayStation Plus uh, games have been announced for September, and one of them is Hitman 2, baby. So, here's the catch, though, guys. Hitman 2 is fully playable in VR, but only if you have Hitman 3, which then you can import it into Hitman 3 and then access all the levels. It's one of the most confusing setups I've ever seen for any series, but I have a feeling they make so much money off of it, so they're just like, sure, it's a mess, but it makes people accidentally buy more copies, so why not just keep going with it? Yeah, I mean, it's I, I, I technically like what they're doing, uh, despite the fact that it's convoluted. I like the fact that you can buy these games and then import the levels into Hitman 3 and then, and then delete Hitman 1 and 2 off your system, and it actually ends up saving quite a yeah. bit of space. Uh, and, oh, yeah. and obviously the reason that we enjoyed this so much is because when you import Hitman 1 and 2 into Hitman 3, uh, it makes Hitman 1 and 2 completely playable in VR, uh, which is a huge deal. Um <clears throat> It's it's definitely a downside for people who uh, for people who kind of said, hey, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna buy the entire trilogy. Uh, although, when did when did Hitman three come out? It was this year, obviously. But yeah, was it end of January? <clears throat> okay, so even so, even if you bought it like we did um, and, and spent like a small fortune on the Hitman trilogy, um, it's it's really. It's it's been a while. You've had it for eight months, so it's, you know, like, oh man, I just bought this yesterday and I got screwed, kind of thing. Uh, and also, I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure if it was if if we did this. I think we actually bought Hitman one and two leading up to Hitman 3's launch, right? And because we picked them up on sale, so there were actually ways to get these pretty cheap uh, leading up to Hitman 3's launch. Yeah, I have zero regrets. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, Hitman three and the Hitman trilogy. Uh, went from something that I had little to no interest in to one of my favorite VR games of all time. Um, it delivered, like I've said before, that James Bond secret agent kind of experience. It's not as like cheesy or comedic or anything as a James Bond film, but it is, um, or have the flashy special effects, but it does actually have some good, great special effects. Uh, but the situations you're put in, the sandbox environment, the gameplay I thought was fantastic. Of course, I wanted it with the moves or the orbs in the future. Um, I will play it again if that's the case. But this was, at least from uh, the, the j basic gameplay and the depth of the game, is staggering. It is incredible. I cannot recommend it enough to people that love like Blood and Truth uh, or other types of games where it's just like action-packed, you know, kind of feel like the hero a little bit. Yeah, and if you've been waiting to get, get into Hitman uh, cheap, uh, Hitman 3 is on sale right now, uh, and then this is going to be free starting on the 7th, I believe. Uh, so this is kind of the perfect time to get into it. Uh, good stuff, man. Good stuff. So Abe Lincoln said, same. I went from having no interest in Hitman to thinking it's a masterpiece. Couldn't agree more. I think if I remember, Brian, your review of it was like a 9.8. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, you know, and that point two was probably just because it didn't have move support. <laughs> I mean, that that was most of it for sure. Um, yeah. Def definitely. It, it, again, I'm not, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole of, of DualShock 4 uh, support, but man, if, if it had move support, Hitman 3 would be a must have for absolutely everybody, as is. I'm like, it's pretty damn close, man. 
pretty damn close. Uh, Serial Killer the Cinnamon Toast Crunch Game Cat. So tasty. With a $5 tip. Uh, it says, with all these games on sale, how do you tackle your backlog? Play one game to completion or multiple games at a time? I buy more and never get to them. I'll, I'll go oh, first because my answer is okay, easy. So. Uh, I don't okay. have I don't have a backlog. I've been uh, I've been covering PlayStation VR since it first came out, and if I haven't finished a game, I, I'm probably not going to get back to it. And like that is not even in my backlog. It's just not happening. Um, and so I've because of the channel, I've I've beat, played and beaten more games over the last five years than I ever have in my entire life. So uh, so probably combined. Honestly, uh, what about you, man? How do you handle this? Well. There's two answers to this. Number one, I don't really have a backlog either. Uh, all my backlog uh, is consists of flat games like Horizon Zero Dawn, Ghost of Tsushima, um, Ratchet and Clank. That is my backlog. Uh, that being said, there's a couple games that that I either missed or um, you know just never got around to, and I get those tackled through like Saturday Night Live streams. Um, just in time, Inc has been a, uh, one that I've really, really loved uh, lately. And that's one that, like, I, you know, doesn't matter how many times I request it. I, I love to continue playing it because, yeah, I get to make progress in the game. And, and it's such a great game. I'm so glad that I, I'm actually playing it during that because um, it's, it's really good and I never really gave it a fair chance. And, but, yeah, mostly I don't, I don't really have a backlog for the most part because we play everything. That's why, you know, most of you trust us with our opinions and that's where i hopefully you understand our opinions always come from is that we play everything to completion all yeah. the time even if we don't want to yeah there was somebody commented on one of my sale videos uh and said man this guy's spitting some psvr knowledge and i was like you know I, I don't stop and think about it frequently but it's pretty much the only thing I know from like top to bottom. There's very little about PlayStation VR games that I'm unfamiliar with. Uh, so thanks thanks for being here, guys. <laughs> it's the one thing I know. So that's all I talk about 24-7. All right, man. We should probably move on, though. This is uh, this is great news. It's always good to see uh, you know cool PSVR games uh, or, or PlayStation games hitting up, uh, hitting up the PlayStation Plus stuff. But just out of curiosity, man, I'm, I'm like... I'm just checking real quick. Over overcooked, all you can eat, predator hunting grounds. Alright, not not really anything else I'm uh, really interested in here for the for the plus games. But Alright. Moving on. What's our uh, what's our next news story? So we got a little update on Samurai Slaughterhouse, which is a VR only physics based combat game using stealth and it's uh, physics-based ninja-style combat that is actually just about to enter um, early access. It's by Tab Games. And we had um, Justin from Tab Games, the, the founder of that, uh, who, who we were chatting with, and gave us a little update on the game and basically said that now none of this is set in stone yet, so take this with a grain of salt, but this comes directly from the developer, uh, that... This is likely going to be a PSVR 2 title and uh, will likely also be a PSVR 2 launch title. Yeah, this is, uh, <clears throat> this is you know, I, I look at this game and I go, man, this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's a, you know, one for as far as I know, a one person dev team. Uh, and it, it's great, man. You know, everything's everything's uh, everything looks great. 
And but there's there's no question in my mind that this could run totally just fine on a PlayStation VR one, right? And I think that goes for a lot of P, uh, for a lot of games that we're going to see on PSVR two. We're going to go, uh, why didn't they just put that on PSVR one, uh, like Runner by True and Pixel? And I think a lot of it has to do with just saying, you know what, we want to deliver the best experience possible. Uh, I'm I'm personally always shocked when I hear people who that who've been in our community for a long time. I'm going to call out Jamie out right now because um, I'm always fascinated when he goes oh, i just fucking hate the move controls he's been using them for five plus years and he still <laughs> hates the move controllers and i'm like i how how have you not just like acclimated to the point where like you don't even think about it anymore like if you play psvr all the time um and for some people it just hasn't happened and so if you can see that there are people like you know hardcore psvr gamers that still hate the move controllers and just can't and just go, don't get over that it makes perfect sense to me to say to see a game like this, where obviously locomotion is a big part of running around and, and swinging your sword and all that stuff. Uh, so it makes it makes perfect sense to me to say, you know, it's 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 time for some of these games to make the jump to PlayStation VR two, uh, you know, and plus for smaller developers, it's going to be easier to to make that port. Well, I don't think it's just that. I think the game is just about to what enter like early access or something too. So the game's going to need some time. That's the thing. PC gets a lot of games before us, yeah. but oftentimes they're not like a complete definitive edition. So, so yeah, it's gonna it'll get early access on PC, get some player feedback, get uh, all that sorts of things, and um, and then yeah, it'll when it comes to us. And I think I think uh, indie games might have a little bit of a benefit. Um, you know, when PSVR two launches, we're going to totally be expecting these huge AAA games. But not everybody's going to be able to buy every single expensive sixty, seventy dollar game, whatever they're going to be. Um, and these indie games that launch at that time are going to benefit from it, especially something that looks cool like this uh, has a lot of style. And um, and if it's at a cheaper price, then yeah, it might be a Especially if it gets uh, good reviews, people will probably be picking it up. Yeah, you make a good point, man. Uh, it's, it's funny how sometimes I don't even think about, oh, it just doesn't make sense for this game to land on PlayStation VR 1 because it's not going to be ready during a time where PSVR 1 <laughs> right. is still viable. <laughs> Everyone's going to have moved on to PSVR 2 already. Uh, so that makes, yeah, that makes perfect sense to me uh, as well. Um, shout out to uh, Paradise Decay with the two quid in donation in the chat. Two quid donation in the chat. Let's put all those words together in order. So uh, I had PSVR for four years just played playstation vr worlds today that's a it's a it's a long game right there so you, you played the long game yeah of waiting up, to Paris play a short K. game yeah <laughs> yeah what's <clears throat> up dude good to see you and uh yeah um psvr worlds is awesome too i want to know did he follow up with that and say whether he liked it uh, he said so good and on ps5 okay yeah it's i i that's one that i've revisited lately too and i'm just like man you know it is a bunch of mini games but god damn their quality like it's a triple a studio making these it's a london studio so you know even stuff like luge I, I really liked um the production values of it it was fun and exciting i think so you can give me that look all you want yeah. uh but I, I, um, that was the game i wanted to, that was the game i was most excited for on uh, PSVR Worlds. That was the, the the street luge was the one I was most excited for. I was like, this is going to be so intense, and it just to me it just wasn't. Um, yeah, was, yeah. It aged well though. A lot of VR games like there's a time and place where they seem like they're at their best, and like when we get a bunch of crap games released at some point, you go back and you play that, and you go, oh, this is all of a sudden seems really good. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of it has to do with expectations. It's hard to force an experience upon people. Uh, they kind of have to naturally, organically have that experience themselves. 
in a lot of cases. Just talking about Paradise Decay on Monday's show. I mean, just you like, were. Yes. I, was, I was saying I was watching his Ionia <laughs> d- stream of, of the demo right. Uh, right. to kind of get a better idea of what to expect. By the way, uh, we did get a, some follow up on that. Apparently, the developers had said that if you rush through the game, you can beat it in like two hours. Um, if you rush through it, I mean, that's good though. I mean, it depends. I mean, rush. it depends on the price and depends on the quality of that two hours. Um, but True. I, you know. A lot of times developers say, oh, our game's like four or five hours, and then you beat it in two, and you're like, okay. So yeah. I'm yeah. very, very curious to see the length of uh, of the full uh, release of Ionia. We'll see how that all pans out. Yep. But anyways, Samurai Slaughterhouse, looking forward to this one. And Dude, yeah, something, gonna something, be that, a... something that Justin said in the Discord about uh, about this whole, po- you know, possibly of being a PSVR 2 launch title. He, he, I'm not sure if you said this when you uh, brought up the news. But he said possibly also a packing title, right? Possibly, right? Well, po- uh, possibly a launch title, possibly a packing title. It's he's 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 working with some publishers that know what they're doing, so uh, it'll be interesting to see how this pans out. But a packing pack title, title that means that it's free, like Astro's Playroom, right? Right, but it comes with the console. Yeah, and so do you think instead of doing a demo disc this time around, they'll pack in like you know three or four smaller games, or what? What do you? Because it just it doesn't seem like don't in in this this isn't meant to be disparaging against Samurai Slaughterhouse, but again Samurai Slaughterhouse is a smaller game made by like one person. That's not this isn't the game that you want. You know you you want the first game that uh, that you play for when you pick up a PSVR two to be absolutely mind blowing and just like you know just be the most cinematic crazy you know audio visual experience of all time. Uh, and this looks really really cool. But this isn't. I don't think this is going to make people go. I'm so glad I spent five hundred dollars on VSVR two, right? Right, right. And so, yeah. and, and so, my question is: is like, it seems like a weird thing. To, if this was the only packing game, would, that would be strange. But if it was a disc with or a uh, or or a set of keys, like a, a DLC pack with like five five games, I think that would be more likely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So moving on, man. Uh... Song in the smoke, Brian. Hi, Yuki. I see. I see Yuki in the chat. Somebody also called PS5 4K games. Somebody play. smack him. Somebody wake up, Yuki. He was waiting for this conversation. Yuki, Yuki wake up. It's time to so- talk about Song in the Smoke. There was some uh, convention lately. Was it? Uh, it was the Asobi, uh, Asobi showcase or something like that that I saw them uh, a couple days ago, mentioning that they were going to be a part of. They said 17-bit are the developers of Song in the Smoke. They are honored and thrilled to have Song in the Smoke a part of a Sobe's in a Sobu's indie showcase. Yeah. And um, it was uh, 60 plus indie games and creators from Japan and all over the Sobe Indie Showcase 2021 took place on September 1st. Uh, showcase was uh, bilingual is what it said. It took And it was on Twitch and YouTube. And Song in the Smoke was featured. And not only that, Brian, they gave us a release date. It did, and uh, it's very exciting. Uh, <laughs> uh, the um, I watched the I watched the Asobu stream this morning, and it was I, th- I thought it was a really really well put together indie showcase. I thought I thought the whole thing was fun to watch. Uh, a lot of a lot of great developers, a lot of cool indie games. Song in the Smoke stood out for multiple reasons, uh, but but the biggest reason was because, as far as I could tell, it was the only VR game on, in the entire show, uh, which is fine. But again, it just seemed a little bit out of place. Um, but uh, but yeah, they didn't show very much. 
Uh, they didn't show very much of the game. It seemed like stuff that we'd seen before. Uh, maybe like a couple segments were slightly prolonged. Uh, and, and, I, and I just knew. I was like, the only reason that this game is here is because they're going to announce a release date. And they did. And that release date is September 18th. Uh, which is something Thank we've you. we've been we've been speculating on for a while. Uh, we've been saying we've been saying, hey, you know, September's kind of quiet. You know, the, we were waiting for release dates to kind of start filtering in and uh, and start populating the month. And now they are certain it's certainly happening. We know we have Ionia what on the twenty third with aftershocks, and then we have this on the eighteenth. It's crazy, man. It's, uh, there's a lot happening I'm... in September already. You know, when I set you up for that, I thought you were going to say September 18th immediately because all the all the chat was like, when is it? When is it? Uh, so uh, get, you, no, don't, you, you have no idea how much pleasure I get in making people wait. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, super exciting. The The 18th, it's uh, 17 days away from now. Not only did we get a release date, it's coming out in 17 freaking days. And I'm super excited. This is one of the most anticipated games on PSVR. And I think I think it took a minute. I think it was a little bit of a slow build up when it was announced. It was announced with like all these other games. Doom like I think three. Doom three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you kick so, off a showcase and, with Doom Three. Everything else is just like who cares? Right. And and so, you know, a lot of us were like really eyeballing this game, saying like, guys, like this looks amazing and not a lot of people seem very interested, but as the time has gotten closer, now the hype is starting to build behind this game. And we haven't gotten um, you know, we still haven't seen like a whole bunch of it, but they've been kind of sprinkling out a little bit here and there of different gameplay clips uh, via Twitter. And, and so we've that's been basically the main way we've been able to see. And we've seen some of the combat. We've seen some of these creatures like like these bird like velociraptors that they um, they have, are like doing melee combat with and shooting with an arrow. We saw some of the hunting. Um, and, uh, you know, there was another one where it's saying, like, you know, this is a survival game. So I'm super excited about this because I feel like just like horror, survival is like one of the other genres that just naturally, like, really excels in VR, really enhan gets enhanced in VR. I mean, yeah, I think I think all genres get enhanced uh, for VR, but uh, but. But I totally agree with you. Um, if you if if you want to learn more about Song in the Smoke, I think the best uh, I, I, this is this is the weirdest type of self promotion. But I but I do one hundred percent think that the best uh, source of information on this game right now is actually the in developer interview I did with Jake Kazdahl from Seventeen Bit um, back in June on June fourteenth. <clears throat> so you should check that out on the channel. And Jake was amazing, amazing to listen to. Uh, he was yeah. He was so passionate about video games, so passionate about the industry, and then just to top it all off, so passionate about his game. The one thing that he keeps saying over and over and over again is how much fun he has when he tests the game. He just knows that yeah. they have something because he's hooked on it, and that's I love hearing that. Well, it's got the it's got a blend of just these awesome elements. It's not only uh, this like epic survival. Um, it takes place in a setting that looks something like Torok, um, and it has this magical story. Like, so it's got this like story driven thing to it as well, where it's based off of um, or it's got some special story driven thing, and the it adds this fantasy element. So it just seems like it it's nailing. The uh, the gameplay, 
for the most part, it seems like it's now in the gameplay, the environment, and it seems like it's got this uh, fantastical element about it that really, it, it has like this mysteriousness um, that really has me intrigued. I mean, there's like purple, some of the other clips I'm like looking at right now, there's like purple misty stuff that they, it says like the song is your guide through it through the treacherous lands of song and the smoke follow it and you may just uncover the strange world secrets and he's like grabbing this like orb with these markings on it and then it like goes off into the distance and it's like glowing and so like yeah there's all this cool stuff about this game that just looks really really awesome to me and yeah definitely one of the most anticipated games bar none yeah my the thing that has kind of captured my imagination is the ability to kind of play however you want to and he always says you know you can you can venture out into the night or you can try to uh you can try to camp for safety or you can you make choices what you do want to be uh you know do you want to be going out looking for food do you want to be upgrading your weapons how do you how do you want to do this what kind of risks do you want to take and for me that just screams tons and tons and tons of replayability uh, and I just, I just love those kind of decision makings that actually affect gameplay. And you know, as you guys know, I love prog- any kind of progression system. So any way, uh, any way that I can keep upgrading my weapons, I'm the kind of person that's like, I'm just gonna if I'm if the game lets me, I'm gonna camp for like a month <laughs> and just like keep <laughs> upgrading my weapons and going out and gathering resources. And I won't even fight anything if I don't have to for like a month until everything's as upgraded as possible because that's just how I like to play games Uh, I like to I like to really spend my time upgrading everything uh and being prepared for those battles and if and we'll see if the game lets me get away with that or not so these again these are the things that sort of go through my brain when I think about Song in the Smoke and uh and and knowing that it's so close now it's like I I just don't want to think about it at all anymore I just want to I just want to get it in my hands yeah, I'm stoked for this, man. Oh, God, it looks so good. Looks like it's going to be so much fun. And yeah, I remember him saying the campfires thing. Uh, and then, like, you get like three campfires per area. There's like three really large areas. I think I remember him saying some of the stuff was procedurally generated or not procedurally generated, randomized or something, yeah. locations for, for items. So, so it's not going to be. You know, you can mix it up a little bit. Um, some of the way the the fauna react. Um, I think I remember him saying like some one day you'll show up and there's a deer next day you can come back and there's like a, a, some other like more predator like uh, animal there. But then, yeah, there's also all these sorts of things. I mean, uh, the last clip I'll talk about that they showed was like, you know, he says you don't have weapons. It's fine. Like you can utilize the environment to some degree, like where he's getting attacked by a raptor. And then, like, he, like, picks up a rock and, like, chucks it at it and, like, uses that. So there's just so many game gamey uh, elements in this that are, I'm just really looking forward to. Yep. Yep. I'm right there with you. Uh, we got to take care of a couple tips before we move on to the next news story. And the first one comes to us from Gatorade23, the H2O despising game cat with a $10 tip. says... It would be nice to see Elite Dangerous come to PlayStation VR 2. I've been wanting to experience that since it hit PC. You and I both, Gatorade 23, because I picked, I bought Elite Dangerous uh, on PlayStation 4. It's still in the cellophane uh, because there was a rumor, I think, that it was coming to PlayStation VR. And I just left it in cellophane. It's still sitting on a shelf somewhere. Hasn't been touched. Uh, so uh, it, w- it would be nice to finally get the, I haven't even touched, I don't, I don't even know how the game's played. <laughs> I haven't even played the flat screen version, uh, but I've heard great things. So I'm with you. Um, there's a few games yeah. in that same boat, man. 
Yeah, I was always a No Man's Sky player anyways, so, you know, I got my wish. But I would, you know, I love that genre to death, I think. And I think yet another one that translates really well to VR is, like, Space Exploration. And there was one that my buddy was telling me that, like, needs to come to VR or was, like, hoping it would. And, and it was either da uh, Elite Dangerous or it was something else. But um, very, like, Space Sim stuff. Something about, like, drilling, uh, like, on meteors in space or something and some mechanics like that. So I don't know if that's an Elite Dangerous or not, but yeah, I'm all about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just want Agony to finally come to VR. <laughs> it's not a good game at all. But again, I do think even, it, it is kind of funny that uh, even bad games, like Agony got horrible reviews across the board. It's just like it yeah. totally got panned. I don't think there was any critic out there that gave it higher than like a 4.5 out of 10. Um, and... I would I I would still one hundred percent pick up Agony and be like yeah let's fucking play this in VR man like I VR makes everything better and sometimes to a degree of like insanity where you're like this isn't a very good game on the flat screen but in VR you're experiencing it all around you so it's a different yeah. story yeah yeah it can't it doesn't always just make a bad game good but it, there's certainly been examples like Blair Witch is a great example of of something that maybe wasn't too great flat but was awesome in VR. Uh, we also got another tip from Bell Ramy of the Game Cat with the ten euros. Says, "Do you think if we get a two-year hold on? Do you think if we get two-year-old PC VR games at launch uh, for launch titles, will it hurt PSVR two? Because people will be like, oh, you get old PC stuff rather than bring PSVR forward to be next gen.' No, because if you get Half Life Alex, people are going to lose their goddamn minds. So that's a hard no to that question. There's going to be maybe maybe a couple small ones, but nobody's going to even care. Like no." Bring Half-Life Alex, bring Boneworks, uh, bring it all, man. Bring Asgard's Wrath. I want to play Asgard's Wrath. Uh, bring it all, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I 100% agree because the thing is, is it's not going to just be these two-year-old PC VR titles. If it was, if that's all we got, then I can see that being the message, being like, wow, PSVR 2 is just these old PC titles. It's like, you know, 2018 PC VR all over again. It's ridiculous. But that's not all we're going to get. We're obviously going to get AAA exclusives from, from Sony themselves, uh, which is going to be headset sellers. Uh, and we're going to get a bunch of indie stuff. It, 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 that stuff is going to is going to round out the PSVR 2 catalog and make it seem complete rather than being these big gaping holes uh, that that would it would see if we don't get Half-Life Alex it will seem like something is missing but with right. Half-Life there kind of like the, filling out the catalog I think it's it's a great move um, so we'll, we'll see how that all goes down, but I don't think it's to the detriment of PSVR 2 in the slightest. I think it's only going to benefit everybody, especially since most of us are console gamers, uh, console gamers only, and we're waiting for these PC titles to, to hit PSVR. Uh, we also get Donatello the Scientist Gamecat in the chat with a $10 tip. It says, pro tip, check out VR Trends Magazine this month to see a PSVR without parole ad handcrafted by the one and only Brian Paul. Nice. And uh, Donatello, uh, super nice of you to point that out. Uh, but uh, but 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 Donatello is the reason that the ad exists at all. So so thank <laughs> you for pointing out that like I made the ad, but uh, but but Donnie's the one that sponsored us to get the ad into the magazine. And we it's it's the time. best ad, Brian. It's the best ad in the best magazine in the best. I've actually never read the magazine, man. I've I've heard mixed. No, I've never either. So I've, I'm, I've I'm, never either. I'm very very curious to check it out. I'm I have to pick up. I assume. I, I assume that they 
don't ha- talk a lot of PSVR, but I, I need to verify that before I slander them. That's what I heard. Um, it was that they don't talk a lot about PlayStation VR, but then recently they have um, because uh, there's so much PSVR stuff to talk about. So it'd yeah. be, it would be kind of hard to ignore PlayStation VR in a VR magazine uh, at this moment because PSVR is absolutely killing it. Uh, not for the first time, but it's killing it again, uh, but possibly for the first time this year. Nah, Hitman 3 will be the first time this year. You know what? It doesn't matter. PSVR is killing it. All right, man. We got to move on, man. We got we to move on to our next topic, which is another game yes. that came out this week. Uh, and it's one that we never expected to see uh, in North American shores. Neku Atsume. Bring up some the kitty, uh, the kitty here. cat collector. It's now so this is going to be more of a this is going to be more of a first impressions for me because um, I've only played maybe an hour at most. Uh, I actually checked it out for the first time today, and uh, maybe maybe we should start with you on this one. Uh, okay, so so I actually played this back when it was on the Japanese store, Japanese store, Hong Kong store, I forget, uh, Japanese store, and uh, it was like, oh man, this is this would be so cool. I hope it comes to North American stores. This was years ago. I, I mean, I'm gonna guess 2018, maybe I don't know, maybe it was later than that, but it was a would, long time ago. Yeah. You would expect if you're playing a VR game from the Japanese store in 2018, and by 2021, it's not here, it's not coming. Uh, but but here it is, man. It it, it sort of just showed up randomly. Um, so uh, so what it is is you're sitting in this house, as you can see on the screen here, and there are three different locations you can sort of jump to, and you're able to buy food and toys and different kitty accessories to populate your house with, and and that will attract more and more cats. Now. Uh, as more and more cats show up and they play with the stuff, you get more and more rewards to go back and buy more and more stuff. Uh, and, and as a result, more and more cats start populating your yard and your house. And uh, it's the most adorable thing on the face of the planet. I thought you were going to fall asleep while you were talking right there. <laughs> it's, it's... All right, the, the, the way I could describe this game is it is at least in my first impressions now take this with a grain of salt because it is my first impressions and usually there's a lot more to discover in this game it seems but it is the most adorable waste of time ever (laughs) uh i started playing this game i thought i was going to be flooded with cats have all these toys to interact with i do like that there's like some unlocks and so i was intrigued by that um but for me my first impressions of this game are not good uh, it was, you know, it's uh, $16, which is an okay price. Um, it is adorable. It is, uh, it's, it's the, the cats and everything uh, are, are super cute, um, but they don't really do much. Like the problem that I have so far is how much I have to freaking wait in this game. This game has too much waiting in it, in my first impressions of it, um, where I sit there and I'm like, I have to, I like the game is basically just me waiting for a cat. I put the food out and there's nothing else I can do. And I, it seems like I'm just waiting for the cats to show up. And, and then like one will come out here and then I'll buy a toy for it. And like, it'll, it'll sit there and just lay on the, on the, the, the bedding or whatever. And just like, you know, sit there with a smile and looking adorable and you take pictures of it. I like the Pokemon snap kind of element to it. Mm-hmm where, like, you're trying to collect these by, like, taking pictures. Uh, I actually really, really like that. Um, but you're supposed to get them to interact with toys and play with things. And and if you do something correctly, 
then you get like these you get paid in these like little silver fish coins or like gold fish coins um again my only problem so far is that like i was sitting there for like five minutes so the majority of the game is me sitting here so far for like five minutes waiting for a cat to come out the good news is that towards the end of my first playthrough um or first uh first uh, impressions of the game more and more cats started coming out uh more and more started coming out but then like again it kind of turns into like this waiting game uh or i don't know understand how to earn this currency yet okay so i kind of figured it out it, i guess i think i figured it out um first of all i didn't have any waiting problems i, I think that's important to know i I've pl i played the again the japanese version i streamed it when uh when it was out on the when it first came out years ago, uh, I saw Dave Station stream this, the U.S. version. I just played this uh, today. I didn't have any waiting. You do the tutorial, a cat shows up, and then as soon as you're done with the tutorial, you do something. You put out food, another cat shows up, and then another cat shows up. You're taking pictures of all the cats as they show up. I get to the point during this uh, session where I, was, I had a hard time keeping up. taking pic I was trying to take photos of all the cats that were coming into the yard, and, uh, and I was like just losing track of them. I'd hear... Uh, I'd be waiting to get a good photo, and then I'd hear meow, and I'm like, oh, shit, another cat's here. Like, hurry up, take the picture, and let's move on. Um, and, and it seemed to be uh, what what works here is that, so you, you get those tubes uh, that, like, cats like to run through or get stuck in uh, during my playthrough, and, and you've got the bedding, and so the cats can sit on the bedding, and then there's a ball, and the cats can play with the ball, and... Really, you let the, you let the cats play with these things, or, or lay on them, or do whatever for for like a minute or so, and then you get rid of them. You put them all away, and that and then you're gifted those silver and gold coins, and those silver and gold coins allow you to buy more stuff. And so you you sort of just have to keep up with it uh, and say, okay, he played with that long enough. Let's put it away, and then uh, and then the cat will sometimes just like take off and go and just leave, and then come back later. Uh, so yes, and so it's but here's the problem with that for me is that. I would let them, maybe I was waiting too long. Maybe I needed to take away the toys sooner. But when I got it, I would get like one little silver fish coin yep. or whatever. And that's it. And like these things, the, the items that you buy, there's a lot of items. And I really want them. Like this game, this yeah. thing has some, some cool unlockable stuff to get. The problem is, is like some of this stuff is like, like 100 to like 500 coins or whatever to unlock and if you have to interact with the things and get one at a time it's going to take you like a year to unlock everything that's why i say this game is like an adorable but awful waste of time um because it's like it just feels like it's so much waiting for such a little reward um i mean it's it's a video game aj and video games all tend to work the same way and so i would assume that when you buy the more expensive items and then cats interact with those items you get right. more currency in exchange for the cats interacting well, with those in those items. And so then you're able to buy the bigger things faster. And so there's, a, there's sort of a, they don't want you to just be able to buy the big stuff right away. They, you, you got to work for it a little bit. You, you seem, you seem very impatient I, while playing this. <laughs> well, I, like I said, man, I, I bought the better items. I bought the expensive shit. And then I still got one fucking goldfish for whatever for it. So that's why I, I mean, was. Did you, were you able to buy a kitty off. condo yet? No. See, I want all that stuff. Like, there's stuff right. I like. I like the Pokemon Snap element, and I like the uh, 
and I like you know I like the amount of stuff you can purchase, but that's it. That's all I can. Uh, that's that's all the only good things I could say right now. I actually want to revisit this game or, or like follow up with you guys on oh, this Saturday night um, live streams. I can feel it coming. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna torture you with Echo Atsume for the next three months on yeah. Saturday night live streams. I I really want to like this, but so far I'm like unless my game is bugged, which is still a red flag. It's got red flags all over it for me. Yeah, I've got personally zero red flags over here. I'm having a good time. I, I'm very, very early in. I haven't bought a lot of the big stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to, I'm excited to kind of see where it goes. It's just these cats are so fucking adorable. They are, and 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 by the end of this session, there was like six cats just all hanging out, and I'm like, this is so cool, man. There's like six cats. It ma it made me want to get like five more tornadoes just to like populate my apartment and become like an old cat lady. Uh, all you are is history is exactly right. I have a feeling AJ is going to get addicted to this just by just trying to buy shit for the cats. That's exactly how this game, because as much <laughs> as I like kind of hate this game uh, already, it's like I really feel the need to like go and unlock that stuff. That's progression systems. That's the stuff that gets me hooked to games. And yeah, if it actually feels rewarding and, and whatnot in the end, then, uh, then I will enjoy this. But if not, I'm going to be super pissed. Uh, the cat, the cats in the chat are definitely onto something. They, uh, so they're definitely mentioning that this was uh, originally a mobile game. Uh, and it was. Uh, it's the mobile game is different than this. I mean, it's not totally different, but it's this is uh, this is its own title. Um, and I, and I think and I think I can kind of see the appeal of uh, whatever the, the mobile games were doing because this is this is adorable. Uh, real quick, Ben Dawson with the five quid says, speaking of games that you'd never uh, that you'd given up on ever getting, where the hell is Spooky's Jump Scare Mansion in the UK? Uh, I saw somebody lied. Ben Dawson. I, I saw somebody say that uh, you should you should set up a North American account, and I 100% agree with that statement. Uh, you should never, ever, ever wait for games to come to your territory ever again. Uh, make sure you always have a North American account. Uh, but at the same time, uh, is it Albino Moose? Is that who makes that? Um, yes. They there's there's something funky going on with them because the dog they're done, man. They're done. They're finished. They're not. They've they've stopped. It's not happening anymore. They were. They said they would. They said they would. Uh, they, they, they said they, they would. Okay. Yeah. And then the last I heard was I think last uh, September, exactly like a year ago today. They were supposed to be releasing the update for um, for uh, Spooky's Jump Scare Mansion. Um, I asked them earlier last year, and they mm -hmm. said it would be that they're working on get it to the EU last year, mm -hmm. and. They were supposedly supposed to be doing that as well as getting the update for the game for us. And then the last thing I knew, she got COVID. And then she, uh, they, they like finally pushed and fixed. Like, like they basically announced on Twitter that, hey, this is the, like, we, we did it. We finally released this and we're going to leave it at that. And that was on the PC side that they got that stuff out. And they were basically saying, like, that's a wrap. We were, they were celebrating, like, oh, all their work is done, and they've moved on. Oh, I hadn't heard and, that, because on their on their Discord, their FAQ still says that um, that the Dollhouse DLC is still coming to PS4 slash PSVR, um, and, that, and that it is coming to other territories still. Um, I, I have a feeling that we haven't heard the last of them. Um, when did you reach out? When did you say you heard from them on that? Their Discord currently says that right now, on right their now? their FAQ. Yeah, 
So, uh, so I, I, I don't think we've seen the last of them. I feel like that may, maybe they celebrated getting something done, but maybe it was, you know, it could be misinterpreted as saying, hey, we, we're stopped working on everything else. Um, we'll see. I would, though, know your breath. I would uh, if, if I were you guys, if you're in another territory or whatever, I would make a U.S. account and just buy the game. I have an EU account. It's super easy. Uh, and sometimes you get advantage of, and sales and stuff, too. You can buy PSN cards online all everywhere. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I would just do that. Yeah, 100%. Totally agree. Uh, and, uh, and fingers crossed, man, for the Dollhouse DLC. I'm That was something I love, Spooky's Jump Scare Mansion. Uh, and playing it in VR is the way to play it. Uh, and so the Dollhouse would be amazing. Uh, again, it was supposed to be out last year, the year before, something like that. Uh, I really hope they get their shit together. We also got Bell Ramy of the GameCat with the two euros saying, AJ is adopt person. He doesn't get cats. I, what is he saying? I adopt people? What? AJ is adopt <laughs> person. He doesn't get cats. I had a cat for 18 years. Best cat ever. Confused. Yeah. Tuxedo. He was black, had a white chest. I love cats. I'm more of a dog person, to be honest. But I love cats. Oh, and the only reason I'm more of a dog person now is because I have the greatest dog in the world. And I don't think I'll ever have another cat like I did. Um, it would take 18 years of training. <laughs> uh, but anyways, time to move on. We've yep. got um, a couple more topics to go through. Beat Saber is, uh, actually got an update yesterday. Not multiplayer, but the Skrillex uh, update occurred. And <laughs> Defunct Bomb Bro, the game cat, says, you can adopt me, AJ. Oh, oh, oh. That, um, that's, that's adorable in my head, but just weird in, <laughs> in practice, I think. Uh, man, yeah. Uh, anyways, Beat Saber got a Skrillex update, and uh, yeah, I streamed it, but it got taken down. But just wanted to share our thoughts real quick on it. Here, we're gonna... uh, I don't know if we're going to play it or not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show off your uh, your Linkin Park stream because that's good, that's still Beat Saber and that's good enough. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I uh, dude, I, I played this. I, I so I was watching you play this DLC yesterday, and while I was watching, uh, I was talking to some people in Discord, and I could I couldn't help it. I was like, I don't think I'm going to purchase this DLC. Like this, the the music isn't really for me. Uh, it didn't the it didn't seem like anything really special. The backgrounds weren't. You know, it didn't seem. I mean, the Lincoln Park they blew it away with the Lincoln Park background, right? And and the mapping was good, and it was just it seemed like something special. And this to me, watching you play, like seemed more of the same. And I bought it anyway. <laughs> and I feel like I was right with all my assumptions. It's it's. No, no offense to anybody who likes Skrillex out there. This, it's just not for me, uh, and, and, and it just, it, it, it just, hardly... yeah, it just feels like more of the same. I was playing on Expert, and I thought all the mapping was super, super easy. I didn't think any of it was really creative. I didn't see anything really new. Um, but, 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 please, you, you, you're, you're better at Beat Saber than I am. I'm sure you were playing on Expert Plus. Uh, so, so tell me what you thought of it. Well, you were pretty much spot on. I I didn't really heard of of Skrillex. I know they're super popular. I don't always listen to popular music, or and I don't really like EDM to, for the most part. That being said, like I actually thought the music was decent, even though it's not my style of music at all. Uh, I actually thought it was okay. The problem was kind of what you said with the mapping and the background. It was pretty generic. Like like it was 
absolutely just more of the same. There was nothing memorable. I think I think there was maybe one or two songs that had parts. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about a couple seconds within a, an entire song pack DLC that was like, oh, that was cool. There was a song called like a, a the Devil's Den or something, um, and it had this cool like this kind of glitchy sound. And then like when it did that, every time it would do that, it would have you kind of like sidestep or, or do some kind of crisscross thing. And it was cool. But other than that, I mean, this was like, this is, it's just like so generic. It, it, to me, I don't know if this is a, a, um, a product of me. I've spent so many hours in Beat Saber, hundreds of hours. And I used to feel like that I used to love like the mapping and stuff. And I just... I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm just bored of it now or, or tired of it. But, you know, to new players, this would probably be awesome. But to me, it's kind of like it's it's like there was really nothing special about it at all. Um, it was really generic mapping. And and it was, uh, you know, there were certain parts that were just hard for the sake of being hard. Um, but there wasn't anything creative. That's the problem. That's what's killing me about Beat Saber lately is they have lost all of their like creativity with this game. I think personally, I think Beat Saber has peaked. Um, they're going to have to do something super special in order to kind of keep growing their legacy, uh, the proper way. But, um, but yeah, to me, I feel like Beat Saber's peaked. This is why I'm a huge advocate for synth writers. Um, when, when I don't, if I loved Skrillex, maybe I would have more fun with this, but I don't, I did like this pack more than some of the last ones. I like this more than the Timbaland. I for sure like this more than the Interscope records one. Um, like they just, but I wasn't impressed. I wasn't impressed at all. Really? Yeah. I, I was actually, to be completely honest, I was hoping this would do the same thing that the Timbaland DLC did for me because I mean, I didn't know a single song on the Timbaland uh, DLC. Actually, I, I don't think anyone did. I think it was made specifically for Beat Saber, right? That was exclusive. Those were exclusive tracks. Uh, but I, but I was, you know, I downloaded that thinking I'm not going to enjoy this at all. And th- most of those songs got stuck in my head, and I really enjoyed it. And I, and I liked the mapping, and I thought they were on the easy side, in all fairness. But it helped me. That was one of the packs that helped me, along with Imagine Dragons, uh, work my way up to Expert Plus and start feeling comfortable at that speed. So, uh, so Timbaland, Imagine Dragons, like those really worked for me, and those converted me and made me go, oh, you know, this is not music I would have enjoyed otherwise. But man, I got into it and I've listened to the song a hundred times now, and now I kind of like it. Um, but and and you can't you can't blame uh, you can't blame the Beat Saber devs for for going with Skrillex. You can't blame them for going with BTS, Imagine Dragons. Uh, these these are like hugely popular. Uh, you know, bands or, or artists and so they might not be the music that we want specifically but it is the music that the world wants so I think they're doing a lot of stuff right when it comes to that This, but this pack specifically just made me feel like I was just treading water like this, this is all. This is to me. It's not what the world wants. I mean, it's 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 for people that maybe don't have Beat Saber, and and you know, there's a lot of people that love, uh, you know, Skrillex and stuff. Uh, they and uh, X Pacer corrected me and said it's dubstep, not EDM. So sorry. Uh, it shows you how much I know. I really don't know because both of those are out of my wheelhouse. But but yeah, it's it's to me. It screams like like. What do we get people that you know need that don't play Beat Saber or something? How do we get them excited or, or whatnot? Because I don't I don't know, but a lot of people think that 
this is something that should have been in Beat Saber a long time ago. And it makes sense to me because Skrillex sounds like what Beat Saber wants to be, like Yaroslav yep. Beck and his music. It sounds like what he listens to, and that's what he does. And I just I just have such a better connection with synth writers. But, but for, for me personally, it goes beyond just taste and music. Uh, our musical preference. I feel like Synthwriters has a better concept of what makes fun game design, what makes creative and innovative game design, and uh, um, also make what like for, for the sake of variety. This to me, what kills me about this is this is just more of the same, and and there's no like the variety at this point in Beat Saber is just backbreaking to me. Um, the lack of, I should say. Uh, so so yeah, man. If you love Skrillex. Yeah, you're going to maybe like this. I don't think you're going to be... You're not going to love the mapping, um, except for maybe one or two songs at most. Um, but, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, it's tough. I, I'm I'm definitely in the Beat Saber camp over the uh, over the Synth Riders camp. I just enjoy the style of game uh, play, gameplay that Beat Saber offers more. Uh, and I actually like more of the music in Beat Saber currently. Uh, but... This didn't. This doesn't help that argument for me at all. Uh, I was. I was. I was severely disappointed, uh, for multiple reasons. But, uh, you know, it's a lot of it has to do with the music. Period. If if, if this isn't my kind of music, which it's not, uh, then uh, then how? It's very unlikely that it's gonna go. It's gonna rock my world. You know, give me a fucking My Chemical Romance package, and we are suddenly back in the running for game of the year. <laughs> Let me ask you something. If 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 Sith Riders added a My Chemical Romance pack. Would you suddenly turn on Beat Saber? No, because again, it's 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 not about the music as much. You know, they're they're sort of neck and neck. I think Beat Saber edges out Synth Riders musically just a little bit. Um, if musically if, or gameplay wise, like gameplay both. for me, it's no both. question. Be Beat but... Saber, Beat Saber gameplay, Beat Saber music, um, and the only reason is because Synth Riders has bands that I really like, like Bad Religion and Pennywise, but there's the offspring but there's like one or two songs from each of those artists and that drives me insane that's why i hated the interscope uh mixtape dlc i was like because yeah. that's not what i want i'm not sure if you saw the tip go by but joey bats uh 33 with the three dollar tip in the chat says i want three eminem songs or something from him uh joey bats i 100 disagree i want 10 songs from eminem like that and and honestly like i'm not the biggest eminem fan out there but i would fucking love 10 Eminem songs because if it was all, like, all these you know all of his most popular songs that I'm familiar with and uh and a few for the real fans out there I think that would be an amazing track pack and I think that the mapping for that could be really really interesting really unique bring something different to the table but I don't want three songs or one song or two songs I want 10 songs and I'm really happy that we got 10 Skrillex songs how many wait was it 10 9 whatever the fuck it was um I was really happy that it wasn't just like three, four, five, or six. It was. It felt like more of a complete collection. Uh, I just, I just don't like the nickeling and nickeling and diming of like here's one song, here's two songs. That's not what I'm. I know that's a big. Yeah, I know that's a big pet peeve of yours, and that's understandable. I, I can't really relate to it, but I understand. Um, and yeah. but for me, for a rhythm game, the music makes or breaks it for me, and I just love the music so much more in Synth Riders. There's stuff in Synth Riders where I'm like. I would like I discover for the first time and I'm like, oh, I want to go listen, like look this band up or like, wow, I really, really am impressed by this music. And that is not what happens in Beat Saber one bit. When it comes to a rhythm game, when you can enjoy the music 
in it and get to play along and have fun gameplay, that is the ultimate rhythm game experience. Yeah. Music is like so important for me. And um, dude, and so, I, yeah. I want to be so emo and just scream MCR lyrics along while I'm swinging my savers <laughs> at like expert plus speed. I, you don't even know, man. Like I would, it, my my little emo heart would cry just a little bit for out of out of just pure joy, and uh, and that is that is what I want more than anything else on the face of the planet. Uh, and oh. and honestly, this I. I I, I know I, I need to buy these things. I need to I need to play them to be able to speak intelligently about them and be able to have an opinion on this stuff. I, I can't you can't just say, oh, I don't know. I watched someone else play it and I wasn't that interested. Maybe I'll skip it. But I, I, this might be the last DLC pack I buy for Beat Saber until they release something from a, from a band I'm interested in. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't think I don't think there's like they'd have to do some drastic change to impress me at this point or get a band that I really, really love yeah. and, and have the songs that I love. That's the only two things they can do. I'm like you where it, if it's something that I don't care for, then like it's not even going to be worth my time anymore. Uh, Joey Best follows up his tip with another tip. Five dollars says I was saying three songs because I'll take anything. I love his music. Imagine the way I am in Beat Saber. I can feel the music. Fire, fire, fire. Uh, I, I knew what you were saying, but 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 we're all on the same page, man. We just, we want stuff that we love and we want a lot of it. Uh, if if there's an MCR pack that comes out and only has six songs, fucking, I'm just gonna be so angry, right? I need like thirty MCR MCR songs. It's not gonna do justice with six songs, uh, but I'll take ten. I'll take ten minimum. Talk, all right man talk beat saber. so my opinion yeah wasn't impressed uh but uh okay guys um <laughs> we're so I, far behind schedule i'm sorry yeah i know i'm really just trying to move things along that's really throwing me off today um sorry about that but uh so the final thing from today guys no man's skies frontiers update dropped oh and it's super cool and i can't wait to hear your opinion on this brian um, but yeah, it added a whole bunch of new things. The biggest thing is that it added planetary settlements, uh, where, where it has now these, you basically, when I started the game, I went in and I went into space. As soon as I got to space, it said, there's, there's a distress signal to go follow. I, I tracked it down and found this actual like town, like the settlement that's like all just in shambles. Like it's so it was like just really messed up. There's only a couple people there. And what you can do here, Brian, is there's NPCs now walking around in, in this new area. And you can become the town overseer. Um, and you can actually perform actions that um, like kind of help build the settlement out. You remember, you remember that thing in Walking Dead Onslaught? This is the easiest way I'll be able to describe mm -hmm. to you. You remember Walking Dead Onslaught, how you were, like, you have that uh, Alexandria, and, like, there's all these things in place, and it's supposed to feel like you're growing this town, but it didn't do any of that? Yeah. This does that, where where you can actually, the first thing you do is it becomes like a tower defense, and you defend the town from sentinels that attack. That's the very first thing you do. Um, and then And then you can do stuff like... Um, once you become the overseer, you can do stuff like handle domestic disputes and stuff like, and like you can choose, it gives you a choice and there's like consequences. One, one, it tells you the effect, the other, it tells you unknown. Can you just shoot them both? Can you be like, I don't, you stop, stop <laughs> fighting. I don't want to hear your nonsense and kill them both. Um, 
No, you can't. But no. one one was like there was these two guys. Like one guy was accusing another of um, of like messing, tampering with the trade terminal and like raising prices or something. And and so, but it didn't have a lot of info behind it. Mm-hmm. So you could either find the guy and and have like some of your you like it like um adds up all this like debt like it's so weird man it's it's super cool but like there's like an actual debt that you have from building and growing this town and then you have to like basically expand and build on it to take care of it it's so weird but it's so cool and that's and, and that's a majority of it right so so you gotta you gotta you gotta help me out here because I jumped into No Man's Sky and was was totally lost because first of all I loaded up my save game and I, No Man's Sky is still so daunting to me uh, and I ended up and I I found myself on this planet with a uh, with a, with my ship and my ship was just destroyed which means I have no idea how I got to the planet to begin with or what what's going on in my little No Man's Sky world and so I couldn't even get off the planet and get somewhere else. And so I ran around and just sort of uh, and just sort of messed around and just sort of tried to take in uh, No Man's Sky a little bit today, um, even though I didn't really see anything from the update. Was there? I know that when I when I when I saw this trailer, the first thing that I noticed was that it seemed like it almost had like a new visual style, like it almost had like this weird, almost cell shaded look to it. And I was, yeah, I know that I. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense at all, right? Um, but that was that was the first thing I thought when I saw the show. I was like, "Does this look different?" And so when I jumped into the game, I was wondering if it was going to look any different, and it didn't. Um, but it does look beautiful. I don't know if they changed anything, but it did seem like there were more things going on in the environment. Like, just it, everything felt a little more chaotic. Like there was just more, uh, more. I don't know. There's like these small. You know what? It doesn't matter. There's okay. no there's no visual enhancements or anything as far as I'm aware. There are some visual changes to certain things like like uh when I was out in space shooting the asteroids, like now they have like a bunch of smoke and stuff that comes off of them, uh okay. which was pretty cool. There's some cool um, new effects. Little little slight. I think most of it hit the PS5 version, flat version, but not PSVR, but some of it did as usual. Some of it does trickle down to the v- PSVR while on PS5. Um, so, so it had some of those, but overall, yeah. So let me ask you then, because, because I'm totally lost. I'm totally lost. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to talk about this and explain it. If you, if you haven't been keeping up with no man's sky for sure. Right. Absolutely. And I I do try and then I admit fail miserably. Uh, so this is one of those games that has just gotten past me. I try to keep up with everything. This one gets past me so frequently when, when you, are just out exploring the universe and you find a new planet is, is there a likelihood now that when you get to a planet it's just already inhabited and like there's already a town there's already a settlement there or do you have to build all these settlements yourself how does this all work that settlement was already there for the most part but you build onto it and expand it like it gives you kind of like a core uh core building stuff of it but but then you actually expand on it and add these manufacturing depots, add these farming uh, places and and things like that. Okay, that sounds great. And yeah. I mean, do do you have what benefits do you get from being the overseer? Um, there were some things. So so in this game, you can 
commandeer uh, like like uh, freighters. And when you do this, you get like frigates that you can build. There's so much stuff in this game; it's incredible, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can actually like build, like like acquire frigates and stuff, and you can send them out to go gather resources, to explore, to do combat, whatever you want. And usually they come back and they give you some resources. So I haven't the each um, thing you do to expand your settlement is uh, it's got like a time like a timer on it mm-hmm. so like you can't just do you don't just do it like right there you have to set it and then you wait like an hour and a half you come back and then and then it's built and then you you do the next step um and in the meantime there's like all these other things you can do um sometimes there's like you get attacked and you have to defend them um like i said there's like domestic disputes that you settle um there's different things you can purchase but it seems like to me so far it is just one settlement at a time. Like it's kind of tied to your save file, which by the way, now you have 15 uh, save files. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah. And, you know, so there's there's like a deep, like I said, I, I still have to spend more time in this because it is time consuming, but every update like this, I end up spending 20 hours, at, at least another 20 hours in No Man's Sky. It's one of my favorite games of all time. And, and this, this was a really cool thing. Like I really want to find like a, I really wanted to find a really deserty planet mm-hmm. um, to find the settlement on, so that I could kind of make it feel like a wild west, like like an old wild west uh, kind of theme to it, because it feels like that. When they call it frontier, it feels like this wild west, or even just like you know some of the earliest frontiers that we know about. Um, it kind of has that feel about it. It's so primitive, uh, and then like it seems to get more advanced as you build build onto it um but i thought it was pretty cool gives gives like the the game a little bit more story a little bit more like npcs and like they feel a little bit more alive which is great i i I think that uh i think the updates like this uh i mean i i don't know from from an outside perspective i i look at this and i go well this is fantastic this is this is great and but it's I don't know it's just it's just so weird because it doesn't seem like uh, it is a big deal but it I don't know man it's no man's sky is just becoming this this crazy beast where I just I just don't I just don't know what they're going to do next and it and it kind of the whole thing is kind of mind-boggling you know you see Sean Murray's tweets and he's talking about you know this is this is yet another um you know small upgrade and, and we're, we're nowhere near done we're, we're gonna we've got so many more up, updates on the way and you just gotta you've really just gotta kind of wonder like where this game is headed um like do they do they have sort of a final vision in mind um because well, this game is all about exploration for everybody that gets intimidated by this game it's all about exploring so if you don't like exploration i don't think you're gonna really i mean there's other stuff but but that's really what you can get lost in doing is you just go explore and then you get a, more equipment that helps you explore further yeah. and uh, explore uh, more different types of things. And um, and that's what it's really about. That's what it's always been about for me, why why it's always resonated with me so well, because I just love to explore and, and discover new things. And, you know, one second being this lush, like, 
really lush, dense forest, and then all, and then you know, go explore, and then be surprised by uh, these giant mountains and these peaks and valleys and and misty sunsets, like gorgeous sunsets to watch in these canyons, and and like I love that shit. So for me, it is a match made in heaven. Um, you know, but I do think that they're starting to add some build out more of that core stuff that that allows you to do different things as well. Um, just as a side note, uh, they they updated like they've added Space Nebula or Space Nebulae. I don't know how you pronounce that. Um, where like now there's like some like at, like stuff when you, while you're in space, um, there's some visual you kind of see like some galaxies and and all sorts of stuff like that. Um, and then the there's a, a bunch of new base parts as well new new uh, base building parts that that look different but yeah they say they describe this as a settlement sim is what they describe this update as nice that's really cool man it's uh it's it's crazy some of this shit is just i don't I mean i don't think that you know when we talk about updates to no man's sky that this is something anybody ever anticipated happening this is they were like oh we're just gonna have a ton of npcs and there's gonna be towns and uh in settlements i i think i think it's cool man i think it's cool and i, I don't think that there's uh it just shows that the team has got a lot of of their own ideas. They're not just saying, oh, what does the community want? We're just going to keep adding that. Um, they, yeah. They've got a vision, and, and I can't wait to see where this goes. So I'm excited, yeah. man. And I'm excited for you. I'm excited for all the people who love No Man's Sky. Uh, and I'm sort of excited for myself to, for the day that I finally get back into No Man's Sky and, and get, a real, get a real handle on it. Because right now I don't. I don't have a handle on it. I still stumble through uh the ui i still stumble anytime it says craft this i'm like you tell me how to fucking do that i don't know what they'll do right it is it, it is just uh there's just so much going on with this i saw it i saw x pacer making fun of me in the chat saying how, if you can't keep up with no man's sky how are you going to handle survival in song in the smoke i think song in the smoke is very focused man like it's there's, you're gonna be doing one thing and, and you know you're probably gonna be doing it for like 10 to 12 hours and then the game ends uh, this is radically different. This is one of those games you spend hundreds of hours in, and you're like, you know, okay, well, we've scratched the surface. Now what? Right? So yeah, I think yeah. wildly different. Yeah, this game starts off pretty daunting and, and seems like it can be overwhelming. Um, but it's designed to, as you keep going, everything gets easier and easier and easier. It doesn't become like a grind. What What used to be like a grind at first eventually becomes like super easy, super quick. So it takes a long time to get there, but... But that's how it ends up being like it and it gives you all these tools to advance in so many different ways and make things easier and more fun in the process and then you know like i said there's stuff like like driving atvs around and mm. and and you know there's these just there's just an amazing experience it's i i described it earlier as you know there's games that are like open world games this is an open universe sandbox that's like you know once you get past the first loading screen it never breaks that and it's it's just to me it is just insane that this even exists and uh, i couldn't be happier let me ask you this when i tune into your stream by the way anyone who's curious about this uh this huge update make sure you go check out aj's channel psvr underground and uh and, and watch his four hour live stream from earlier today three hours two eight, hours and 40 minutes his 18 hour live stream from earlier today <laughs> um when i tuned in you were on some kind of you were in some kind of mech the, uh, I, I don't know if the planet was on fire but you were being fired at by some other mech um yeah. like what like how much of that yeah, was man. new none of that no. was new 
Not really, no. It's crazy though, um, because that's that's just stuff I hadn't seen before in No Man's Sky. It seemed like if I had just been tuning in and your video title was something different, if it was just like a Saturday Night Live stream, I'd be like, "What game are you playing?" <laughs> right. I mean, that's the thing. This game is so deep. When this game launched, it was it was a mile long and a puddle deep, and now it's a mile long and a mile deep, and it's freaking awesome, man. And yeah, I really wanted to take on one of the giant sentinels um, with. Uh, with with my mech because that's like one of the coolest things i've seen there it just looks so cool so um yeah i went to the harshest planet i could find where it was like a fight during a firestorm and then it's kind of like grand theft auto where you get if you get in trouble you accumulate these stars and then these sentinels drones start coming after you and the more stars or whatever you accumulate the the bigger the drones come and and then you just fight them and yeah it was uh it was super epic and super cool and if you kill them all do you rule the planet (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you can kill them all. Uh, you can to, basically escape them. Yeah. Shout out to Delirium Drew with the $2 tip. Uh, sorry, it took us a little while to get back to it. It says, hump day, Wednesday. Woot woot. Uh, thank you very much, Drew. Appreciate oh, yeah. the uh, the support. All right, man. Well, this is this was a very cool update. Uh, I'm glad you had a lot of fun during your stream today. Uh, it seems like a lot of people were interested, too. There were a lot of people watching when I stopped by. Very happy to see. Um, you're, you're the No Man's Sky guy. And people were like, you're not going to stream No Man's Sky, Brian? I was like, fuck that. I'm like, you're just going to watch me struggle for an hour. And then I and then I finally put the controllers down and go, okay, full back to sale videos. I will accept that because I have over 600 hours in that game. And it's one of my favorite games of all time. It's it's my favorite game next to Final Fantasy VII. Uh, it's Final Fantasy VII and No Man's Sky are my favorite games of all time. So, yeah, it's a big deal to me. Every last thing they do is huge. Nice. All right, man. Well, you know what that means. It's time for Video Game 20 questions. That means I'm thinking of a PSVR game right now. uh, And AJ, you, and all the people in the chat, all the cats in the chat, got to figure out what game I'm thinking of. You get 20 yes or no questions uh, to figure it out. Let me bring up the six-minute timer from Timertopia. You tell me when you're ready. You ready? You ready, cats? Let's do this. All right, go. All right. Does this game have aliens in it? Hold on a second, it's not really time to go yet. Timer, where's the Timertopia? I, I thought I brought it up. Open, done, okay, there we go. Does it have aliens in it? That would be a, uh, no. Okay, um, does it have vehicles in it? No. Um, does it use moves? Yes. What? Uh, okay. Um, does it use DualShock? Yes. Interesting. Okay. Uh, is it a puzzle game? I, I don't know. Th- you wouldn't call this a puzzle game. No. Uh, is it a is is it a collection of games? No, it is one game. Is it a uh, first-person shooter? It is not a first-person shooter. Is it a horror game? Not a horror game. That's eight. Is it a rhythm game? No, not a rhythm game. Is it... Shit. Uh... Ooh. Interesting. Um, is it a sports-related game? 
It's not a sports-related game, and that is 10. You're mm. halfway there. That was a good good try, Alberto yeah, uh, You're blasting through these questions. You've still got four and a half minutes. You might want to take a beat and re rethink your strategy. Is it a narrative-driven game? Yeah, uh, I would say that there's a heavy focus on narrative. <clears throat> is... Uh, is it um let's see there's a heavy narrative driven game is it based on a movie no or an ip an existing ip that's sort of two questions but still no <laughs> i tried to get that in time yeah it's all good um let's see here um is it multiplayer there's no multiplayer. Um, is it something that is considered to be a good game? Yeah. Yeah. I think that people have problems with it, um, but I always consider this a very good game. Hmm. That's 14. Is it a part one game? No. That's 15. This, I believe <laughs> this would be considered a complete story um is it an interactive movie kind of game uh no no that's 16 that's 16 shit so you can't like rewind time and stuff um did it, oh shit, this is a tough one. Um, can it uh, can it be uh, played with just head movement? Just head movement, no. Hmm. That's seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, how much time do I have? Uh, over two minutes. All right, so I have two more guesses, right? Two more guesses, two questions and a guess, yep. All right, two questions and a guess, guys. I'm sorry, I blew a lot of our guesses. <laughs> um, it's about really uh, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on the chat, man, and uh, I'm, not, I'm not seeing anybody that's really coming close to it. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Mm. Is it a sword fighting game? Yeah, it is a sword fighting game. Uh, Nick Mulo, <laughs> you might have it. Um, do you use the move and the dual shock at the same time? Yeah, if you want to be a total jackass about it, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Is it Golem? <laughs> On. The twentieth question. It is. Go. It is Golem. Let's go, Nick. Oh, man. Hello. I know. Right? As soon as I said no one in the chat had it, I saw Nick, and I was like, "Oh man, you got yep. it!" Like, yeah, well done on the twentieth question. It is Golem. Um, yeah, it, he even said it. He was like, "Show me Golem." He knew. He nice. knew. He's inside your head. I, I thought. I thought you. I thought you were gonna get it at the beginning when you said asked uh, when when you were asking about the controllers, and I was like, "You can." Yeah, you. Do you use the moves? <laughs> like, yeah, but but it's only one move, and so and you say so you're like, do you use the moves? And I was like, yes, 
And you're like, do you use DualShock? And I was like, yes, because you can't use the nav controller on PlayStation 5. Um, yeah, so uh, it's, uh, I, I love Golem, man. I think this game is totally underrated. Oh, I love Golem, too. If they if they had just done proper move support, we just point with the the other move controller where you want to walk, would have been so 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 much better. Um, but other than that, I think it's a pretty fantastic game. Hell yeah! All right, man. Well, good job. You got it. Uh, congratulations to you and Nick Mulo. Good job, you guys. Uh, also, let's give a shout out to all the moderators who keep Discord running properly and keep this channel running properly. We appreciate all you guys. Uh, thank you to, uh, let's see, who else we got to thank? We got to thank Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry. He provides us with timestamps for this show uh, after it's over. Uh, and that's how you can kind of fast forward your way through the show uh, if you don't watch it live. Also, uh, shout out to, God, who else we, Jay Meow? Helping to get our website up and running, and also uh, making sure these things go up on Spotify. And of course, Miles Dyer, who is running our Instagram account. You guys are all awesome. Thank you, everybody who hung out in the chat. Thank you, everybody who participated tonight. Thank you, everybody who donated. We really appreciate you guys keeping the channel alive. Uh, don't forget, patreon.com slash without pro games, just a dollar or more every month. Help keep the, uh, the lights on and get your name on that Patreon. Scroll down there. That's kind of it. For anyone who just watches the show, kicks back, doesn't say a goddamn word, we know you're out there. We love you just as much. Should we cue the cat? Cue the cat, Brian, because I want to say, see you Friday to X, Pacer X. Says, could have sworn it was good dog, bad dog. Imzadi, better late than never. Thank you so much for joining. Everyone Old Darth, always thinks it's good so dog, much. bad dog. LC2552 beats the musical game, cat. Bob Zarkoff, The Underground, Dave Stitch, Game Cat, Elitist of the Elite Game Squad in the house, Stevie Dan, The Solo Game Cat, Guitar Solo, or like, uh, yeah. you know, you play Guitar Solo, uh, Miles Dyer, hey man, he says, jumping onto Albo after the show, if anyone wants to join, that is tempting, I love the moves on that game now, uh, Blue Chew, The Underground, Game Cat, thank you so much, uh, I'm glad you enjoyed the show, Unconditional Malice, <laughs> says, well, we're gonna get analog sticks in a while, that's true, it's confirmed analog sticks on PSVR 2. <laughs> Serial Killer, the Cinnamon Toast Crunch Game Cat. Did I tell you I bought Cinnamon Toast Crunch because of this bastard? Wait, uh, wait, wait. Actual I, Cinnamon Toast I, Crunch or the, or the generic cinnamon, crap? No, I, I threw away my marshmallow maybe's. <laughs> and <laughs> which is a waste of cereal, but uh, yeah. Um, you know. But I got Cinnamon Toast Crunch and I got Frosted Mini Weeds. Uh, so now I have that and life. Gabriel Double for the license to be out Game Cat. Hello, Jazzy J, the Tarot Mage Game Cat. I love that name. Old Darth, uh, thank you once again. Ben Dawson, thank you. I had a little help there from you guys. So pat yourself on the back as well. Uh, Carl Flood, got my Saints and Sinners and Shadow Legend Platinums today. And AJ convinced me to pick up No Man's Sky. So that'll be my next one. I can't wait. Love the cats for getting me through crazy times. Hell yeah, Carl Flood. Welcome to the family. I remember you earlier now from my stream. Good to see you, homie. Thanks for joining. Nick Mulo, great job, man. Golem is awesome. I agree. Um, you like the soundtrack a lot more than I do, though. <laughs> ET.2K9.now. Meow, meow, the gamer cat. Hope you have a wonderful day, my friend. All you are is history to the wire. Damn right, Space Denison. Venser, good to see you. Guys, have a wonderful day. But before I go, I got to say thank you to one last person, and that is Alberto Mapom. The game gato. It's because because you convinced him to buy No Man's Sky. And Imhotep. The uh, game lion. Okay. Nice. And Kaisan, fist bump to you. And Steve Irie. Sadly, you convinced a bunch of people today to not buy Neku Atsume. 
So, I mean, so it's, Good. it's, it's sort of all evens Wait. out. A- Wait AJ, for the full <laughs> review. <laughs> AJ comes in with the good, but then also leaves you with the bad. <laughs> Bye, Neko Atsume. It's adorable. Don't do it. Do it. It is adorable, though. Adorable. It's, ador- <laughs> it's an adorable waste of time. I hope they fucking put a, that on the physical box copy, man. <laughs> yep. Love it. Love you guys. You can Love y'all. Bye.